Yes, hello, I am James Rowland. Today is dubbing our 456AW prelude. I'm alone today, but don't worry, the team will be back for year and predictions. But I just want to catch up with AEW. We've done it with NXT and Impact this year, and I just want to do it with AEW. We have got four episodes of Dynamite and five episodes of Rampage today. So let's get to it. Then we start out with uh, Dynamite Fallout from Full Gear. Yeah, going back to the 23rd of November. William Real kicking off the show by informing the fans in Chicago that new AWL champion MGF would not be there. Before he could explain himself, John Moxley marched through the crowd, attempted to confront his mentor. Brian Danielson interrupted and talked about a physically assaulting Regal. I don't know why he did what he did on Saturday, but you've done bad things too. So have I. We've all done bad things. See Danielson pleading with Moxley not to attack Reed. And Mox said, Lordship, I only want one thing from you. Run. Run as far as you can and never come back. We then had the AW Atlantic Championship match. Orange Cassidy beating Jake Hager. Do you know what? Hager and his hat are having a good time. Orange Cassidy quietly getting in those title defences. And after the match, the factory appeared only to be interrupted by the turning house of Black, Malachi Black, Brody King and Buddy Matthews. And they laid waste on including prelim wrestlers and security. They stood united atop the ramp to close out the segment. Fucking get in there. Let's House of Black have a proper run. The only issue... Is Julia Hart take a cosplay? But, you know, Buddy looked huge. We saw the four gear World Title Eliminator Tournament final. Ricky Starks versus Ethan Page. Turn a shot MJF at Winter is Coming. And um, Starks delivered. He, fo- he focused. He overcame a focus, attacked even, and rocked uh, him with two spears, scored a pivotal victory. So that's the biggest match of his young career. And we see, uh, like we said, Ricky Starks beating Ethan Page. Uh, Kira Hogan fired from the baddies. Best of seven series, the Elite versus Death Triangle, match two. The fans of Chicago responded overwhelmingly negatively to the Elite, booing them and chanting CM Punk and fuck the Elite. Matt mocked Bunk's puck shot at Buckshot. Mega Bit Pack, reference to the brawl. Mega delivered a GTS for two draw and another loud reaction. Uh, the real meat of the match was the finish. We saw Penta take a, pay ca- take a page out of Pack and his brother's book. Barry Rock and Matt Jackson with the same type of his hammer for the win to lead the series 2-0. Pack wrestled with a broken nose. That shows toughness. Rene Paquette announced that Thunder Rosa and AEW have mutually agreed to strip her of the AEW Women's Championship because of the injury. And as a result, Hater was a fish recognised as a rightful champ. Hater then teamed with Britt Baker to beat Anna Jay and Tay Mello in a team with Willow Knight Gale and Sky Blue. Daddy Ask and Scissor again in the main event for the Ring of One of Championship. Tomomo Hiro Ishii lost to the Ocho. Chris Jericho, they traded chops the entire commercial. Jericho was bleeding from the chest. This felt more like Rap Dynamite. And then Rampage on the 25th. Imagine not giving FT They defended the Ring of Honor tag titles versus Top Flight with good stuff. Claudio challenged Jericho. He would join the JS if he loses. Uh, we see Darby Allen beat Anthony Henry. Here we go, Shooter beat Queen Aminata. In the main event, saw Preston Vance, John Silver, and Alex Reynolds take on Roosh, the Butcher, and the Blade. However, Vance was nowhere to be seen. He ran down, looked like he would help, but he ended up attacking Silver to cost the Dark Order. He proceeded to help Roosh 
Butchin plays Joyce Silver and Reynolds. He walked to minus one and threw his mask on the ground to end the show. And I think this is the first storyline development on Rampage ever. November 30th, Dynamite. Mock started the show. This brought out Hangman Adam Page for the first time since suffering a scary concussion in his match with Mox since October 18th. The two wasted little time getting into a physical counter that was broken up by security and referees. We then have Brian Danielson versus Dax Harwood. A series of pivotal reversals gave way to Danielson applying the bell lock and forcing the tap out, but not without his chest bearing the redness and welts of an intensely physical encounter. Backstage, Ricky Sarks got a promo about next week's Dynamite Diamond Ring Battle Royal, claiming he's entered the match because he wants to take everything away from MJF first. Um, first his ring, and then the AW World Championship. And for the first time since winning it for Gearsmo, Joe defended the TNT Championship with a new signing, AR Fox. A post-match promo was interrupted by Wardlow, who suggested his feud with Joe is not over. One week after being ordered out by AEW by Moxley, Winnie Regal made his way to the ring with course abuse, introducing a new world champion to the fans. Not only that, but a new design. MJF cut a stellar prime and introduced his reign of terror and teased Danielson as a top contender. He reminded fans of the bidding war of 2024 and held the title till then. And in a shocking moment, he flattened Regal with a diamond ring. His competition team sold the gravity at the moment and Danielson rushed to the ring to check on his mentor. Nice suit by MGF, but that is Regal done. RIP Blackpool Combat Club, we hardly knew ya. But Regal wants to go home. MGF keeps mentioning WWE, probably made him homesick. Ricky Starks beat Aria Davari. Will a Nightgale beat Anna J.A.S. After the match, Ruby Soho made his far as a turn, attacking Mello, leaving her lying on the ramp. Following that, TBS champ Jade Cargill made her way to the ring. Uh, she cut a nondescript promo already for Bow Wow, appeared in video screen, uh, continued in infatuation with storyline going on there. But great outfit by Jade. And then the best seven series, Elite versus Death Triangle match three. Uh, Megan Nick and Matt proved resilient, not only overcoming an all too deficit in an overarching series, but also making a comeback to score the win after Matt got his knees up during Pax Black and Nick rolled him up for the free count. Uh, good, good stuff there. Rampage, December 2nd. Darby Allen beat Cole Carter. The Acclaim was supposed to have an interview with Rene Paquette, but it turned into a big standoff on the stage. The Gun Club came out first. They were quickly joined by Jay Lethal. Jeff Jarrett, yeah, that is J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T-T, Sonja Dutt and Satnam Singh. Billy Gunn said he wanted to face the best. This for FTR. They shook hands. Looked like FTR will get the next shot. But Lethal and Jarrett stuck around for the match. Against Private Party, Mark Quinn, Isaiah Cassidy had Matt Hardy by the side for support. The Hills won. All we want is Double J versus Matt Hardy. Athena beat Danny Moe, and the main event was a lumberjack match between Cassidy and Marshall for the All Out Championship. Both men had their respective stables, and of course, most of the roster was at ringside as well. Uh, Kip Sabian pushed OC off the top rope, right into a diamond cutter. Cassidy kicked out and hit his finisher for the the title freshly squeezed drove out the ring onto Sabian but the former man in a box easily took it down and beat him on top of the ramp lights went out and came on to reveal the house of black and ready to attack anyone who was dumb enough to be there December 7th Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal your participants 
Ricky Starks, Jungle Boy, The Butcher Blade, Dustin Rose, Orange Cassidy, Brian Cage, Lee Moriarty, Ethan Page, Kip Sabian, Matt Hardy, Captain Sean Dean and Dalton Castle. Enormous pop for Nice, particularly after he announced his in-ring career was to end in 2023. The Blade interfered, pulling a custody to the floor and draw and booze. Rose delivered a running Canadian Destroyer and eliminated Sabian. The boys were only prevented Castle from being eliminated, came around ringside area, placing them back on the uh, apron. Moriarty and W. Morrissey attacked Jungle Boy uh, with Big Bill, choke slamming him neck first on the ring apron. Page ordered Hardy around, but Matt finally appeared to break and delete. Instead, he joined all Starks. Ricky withstood the two on one to win, and then MJF's music hit. He said, You ain't nothing more than a dollar sort of Dwayne, so you know what I'm going to start calling you? I'm going to start calling you the Pebble. MJF said, Insulting a top contender, I'm going to take the responsibility of your plate, little boy. Stark said to end a fiery, impassioned retort. Uh, Ricky made MJF look the TNT Championship match, Darby Allen versus Samoa Joe. Joe threw Darby around like a puppet, and he all fated attempt the coffin chop. Landed him in the waiting arms of Joe, who put him to sleep with a cookie in a clutch. Uh, post-match beatdown came to a screeching halt as Wardlow rustling and chased his foe off. But we are seeing more of the Samoa Joe that we love. Castagnoli and Utah defeat Garcia and Hager. After the match, we see a pre-taped video serves as a swan song for William Regal, who his actions at full gear to be the final lesson he could teach his protégés. Always stay one step ahead. And always keep eyes in the back of your heads. Sky Blue, Madison Rain and Kira Hogan battle TBS champ Jay Carger, Red Favourite and Layla Gay. Grey even. Rain tagged in and quickly fell to Jaders as Carger remained unbeating. And then the AW World Tag Team Championship match. The Claim versus FDR Ultimate. After the series of back and forth near Fools, Wheeler executed a powerbomb and tried for a giant pin, only for Cases to counter and hook his legs for the win. Another good match but FTR doing the J-O-B. December 9th, Rampage, and open with uh, Takeshita, and Moxley already in the ring and ready to fight. Takeshita came close to winning a few times, even kicked out the Death Rider, but he's unable to survive the Bulldog choke. Hangman and Page ran down and brawled with a former world champ as a match until uh, the Blackpool Combat Club broke things up. The Regina D. Wave is on the line when Hiroko Ishida defended against the Bunny. Uh, obviously winning. W. Morrissey is now Big Bill. Yeah, he's reaching Brutus territory for bad names. He's uh, Team Billy Moro to beat two jobbers. Orange Cassidy was tasked with defending all that championship against a mystery opponent. It ended up being Trent fucking Seven, formerly Relics UK, and of course, Mustache Mountain. After kicking out of all the Seven's best moves, Cassidy was able to get the pin with his finisher, Sabian immediately at the bell. Dustin Rhodes came to help Cassidy, and then the show on a positive note. It's great to see Seven, though. Of course, with Mustache Mountain and part of British Strong Style with Pete Dunne. The reason... NXT UK started. Uh, December 10th, we had Final Battle, which I'm hoping uh, to catch up with soon in the big matches on there. Well, Juice Robinson was signed to AEW, and it's a bit disappointing he came short against for the Roman Runner World Television Championship. With you to defeat Daniel Garcia for the Pure Championship. The Embassy, Brian Cage, and the Gates of Agony. A defeat Dalton Castle on the boys. It was a shame. Uh, we see Athena defeat Mercedes Martinez for the Ring of the World Championship. And then the uh, FTR 
versus Briscoes in the third of the trilogy double duck collar match for Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship. The Briscoes come out on top and then defeated Chris Jericho by submission when he tapped out before the big swing, uh, which I thought was very, very clever. And talk about Ring of Honor, they've announced a new weekly show to air on relaunched on a club service, which much like um, WWE Network, $9.99 a month, uh, when you'll be able to see the shows, the live pay-per-views will not be part of the monthly fees, and they still air on Fight TV and Beach Bleach Report, which um, you're paying, what, £2.50 or $2.50 a week for a Ring of Honor show. Is it worth it? I won't be doing it, but then again, I've got plenty on my plate at this moment in time. December 16th, Rampage, John Moxley versus Sammy Guevara. We see Guevara rip the earring out of Moxley's ear. Obviously, nowhere else during a break. It was brutal. Blood was there. I know Moxie bleeds, but come on, son. Uh, Tay Mello wiped some of Moxie's blood on his uh, face for slapping him. Mox got the win. FTL want to thank us for their best year. We're not if Tony Khan's booking's got anything to do with it. Britt Baker beat Sky Blue. Wardlow beat Exodus Prime. I am not making this up. The final match for Nartsville Rose team up with Cassidy. Best friends to beat a group consists of the Butcher, the Blade, Trent Seven and Sabian, in which many are calling the Battle of the Trents. And then the final Dynamite that we're going to have, uh, December 21st. Of course, we covered Winter is Coming uh, on our last pod. And after a week after losing to MJF in heartbreaking fashion, Ricky Starks kicked off the show. Before we can say much a note, outside of having a comeback, Chris Jericho interrupted, flanked by Sammy and Garcia. The future Hall of Fame proceeded to get burned by Starks, who related his physique to that of an air fryer, and his current look to that of a divorced dad. Just in case. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that uh, Starks at this moment, and unfortunately, I'm old enough to remember the kind of rocks rise, and I'm not comparing the two, but when you've got this momentum and the fans want you to, I wouldn't be surprised if this time next year Starks is winning the AW World Championship. If not, then let his contract run out and WWE will know what to do. Uh, just in case you're not utterly exhausted with the incessant showdowns for the Elite and Death Triangle, the team's run it back for a fifth time since full gear. This time, no disqualification. It is up in the intensity and the violence. Kenny Mago and the Young Bucks weathered a storm. And Mago survived a shot to the face for the same type of his hammer that felled him and his teammates numerous times. Then watched the Bucks deliver the Meltzer driver to Phoenix for the win. I mean, this was fine. DQ helped. But come on, guys. We know this is going to go to seven matches. Rene Paquette started their ring-wing promo with Brian Downson about asking him, winning Regal, what the future holds. After emotional discussion, he had a relationship with Regal. He ordered AW World Champion MJF to the ring. Instead, the firm's all-ego, Ethan Purdy interrupted. Match made. But the craziest thing was the Shawn Michaels chance. Because Brian obviously been trained by him. And when you think... Oh, he came up with the NXT Iron Survivor match, goddammit. And AW fans are cheering him. Hook bad his first match in AW in God knows how long, being Exodus Prime. After the match, halfway appeared for the second segment in five minutes, talking to Victor and Nimoy and Big Bill beat down Jungle Boy backstage. Mox beat Darius Martin. Just give Mox a holiday, for fuck's sake. The next two segments seemed like fever dreams. Up next, the best tag team of 2022 in Gina, in my eyes. Lost to the Owls, boys. No doubt in my mind, FTR are leaving AEW, and they were happy to do the job. But, my 
God. People talk about, you know, Revival's treatment in WWE or even kind of like Miro, Rusev, Andrade. Come on, guys. Tony Schiavone introduced Rap Rick Ross, who wasted a little time calling Keith Lee a big motherfucker. Took over a segment that was clearly designed to introduce Swerve Strickland's new faction because that's what we need, everybody. A new faction. Mogo affiliates with Parker Bodo, an unnamed tattooed man. This was terrible. Luckily, the main event pulled it round with the women delivering AW Women's World Championship match. There is Shida versus Jamie Hayter. Following a vicious brain buster to the floor, Hayter recovered during a break and seized control. Nearly defeating Shida with a sliding lariat. Shida fought through it and wiped out an interfering Dr. Britt Baker with a springboard kick. Hayter took advantage with a powerbomb for two as the crowd came alive. Appreciating the fantastic main event, the Haterade Lariat followed another clothesline and the Brits scored a successful title. Post-match segments of Tony Storm and Sarai rushed the ring to fend off Baker, Rebel and Hater before standing tall with Sheeta to close out the show. This is only the fourth time the women have main evented Dynamite. Rosa Baker have done it twice. Pretzo versus Martinez was this year. Be it what you mean. It worked out, so why not continue it? Rampage, December 23rd. The Holiday Bash edition of Rampage opened with a big trio's battle royal. Eight teams competed for a briefcase filled with $300,000 in cash. Having a certainly helped AR Fox and Top Flight. They came in fresh and ended up winning the whole thing. But last eliminated John Moxley and Claudio Castagnoli. But they had a little help from Adam Page when he ambushed Mox. Good for Top Flight, I say. Ortiz and Eddie Kings had a promo that was interrupted by House of Black before we got the next match between Jay Cargill and Vert Vixen. A pump kick and 45-0. And then the main event, Max Caster sat out this week, so Bowens and Gunn teamed up this week to take on the team known as Triple J, which is Jay Jarrett and Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, that's J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T-T. Leave for the injection on Billy for the Hills to win. Now we get a title match. Yay! Uh, well, so that's it. That's a quick roundup, but that's all we kind of needed to do anyway. And it'll be interesting to see what happens with AEW. Of course, we've got one last show uh, happening uh, tonight as the time of the release, which, uh, again, will be quite interesting to see what happens. And we know they're big pay-per-views, not till the start of March. Uh, but they need to gain some momentum. MJF versus Danielson is where they're going to go. The acclaimed start, you know, FTR are not going to be around. So if the arse boys are next to line, whoever it is, they need to kind of sort that out. Ring of Honor's influence in AW, hopefully with a weekly show, will be taken away somewhat. But there's just so much talent in AEW, you know, you talk about the wrestlers that are injured at the moment, or me, let's uh, not sign anybody, if we're AEW in 2023, so let's not sign anybody, let's just wait to see what happens, of course we've got the big women's tag match, which is bound to disappoint, if it is not Sasha Banks, uh, which I think is January 8th, uh, but it'll be interesting to see what happens, you know, like I said, we've done Impact, we've done NXT, here's AEW, we're hoping to do WWE on the year-round show as well and just wrap everything up because it's been such a long break since Survivor Series War Games up until the Royal Rumble. Hopefully be joined by Monty Jackson Gina where we do the year-end predictions as well. But that is it. Don't forget, across all social media, Twitter at the Dubliner Podcast. I'm at the Dubliner Joe. You can find the entire Dubliner team on the Twitter banner. Dubliners on Facebook and Instagram across all Google platforms. Send us an email, Dubliner Podcast at gmail.com and YouTube, the Dubliner Podcast. We have all latest clips. 
podcast at the same time on YouTube as you SoundCloud on your phone. Also, Spotify and iTunes, we can download, subscribe, rate there that is it like i said our next episode is the end of the year show until then i was james rodans thanks for this everybody and bye